What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Pipe It Up podcast. I am your host once again. I guess you could call myself the interim host, uh, filling in for Drew and Ryan once again. I got Daniel alongside. How you doing, Dan? I'm doing good, thank you. Let's get right into the pod. So welcome back to the podcast, everybody. Daniel, how you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Much the same as last week. Yeah, uh, I'd, I'd say the weather's got a lot better since last week. You know, we've been going for some walks. A lot of people in our neighborhood have been going for some walks. You know, maybe I, I haven't seen a lot of these people in our neighborhood before. It's kind of weird seeing them outside for the first time. It's like, where are these people popping up from? But nonetheless, the weather is, weather is becoming better and spirits are becoming better. Um, you know, maybe this could be a turn turn of events for the, the state of the world right now. Yeah, it is kind of weird that it, it takes uh, a pandemic to get people outdoors. But. Yeah, that's what you said to me earlier. I thought that was funny. I'm like, a pandemic and Pokemon Go are like the two things that is going to uh, yeah. universally bring everybody together and bring them outside. Honestly, yeah, let's play some Pokemon Go. I'd be down for it. Why not? <laughs> yeah, until everybody meets up at the local pond to yeah. to get a, what was the, like a Pidgey? Was that, wasn't that, that the most common thing everybody Pidgeys, got? Pidgeys, yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> you know all about this, don't you? <laughs> we, it was only a few years ago. Come on. 2016, damn, four years Dude, ago. Everyone's played Pokemon. That is not just me. Yeah, but you played it like years beyond. I didn't when even it was cool. play it like before. I just, I don't know. I picked it up and then <laughs> played with Whalen a lot. Is that your favorite game all time? No, I don't know what my. Oh, I know what it'd be. You still play this game, Clash? For yeah, on the phone, probably Clash. All right. Anyways, thank you, fans, for tuning <laughs> in once again to the podcast. We really appreciate it. Uh, you know, our, our core gang is rising, and as you guys may have seen on our Instagram account, we we started the bracket, Daniel, for our, our oh, yeah, I saw. top, I think it was top 16 core gang names. I voted. Yeah, first round all. first round of voting is completed, and let's see, this is going to go up on Thursday. I, th- I think like Friday we're going to start round two of that voting, but you guys sent in some pretty good names. Uh, Drew Drew Davis he's been he's been looking around looking through the DMs and comments trying to si- try to find the 16 best. And he put together a good list and you guys voted on round one, so I think we have like eight names left. Yeah, so the first round was finalized. Yeah, it was finalized. Okay. I don't have the results in front of me, but there were some good ones and some dark horses that I was like rooting for. Yeah, that, I'm, try- I'm that trying lost. to remember what what are the favorites like squad of. Well, one of them that lost was Padres P O D. I didn't. Like Padres. I, I did not vote for that. Why not? I don't. Hey, if you're the person that. If if you're the person that had Padres the and sent one, that in, I thought that was a quirky one. What was it facing? I don't remember. I don't know. I think the number one overall seed Drew put was like the Rubber Duck Enthusiast because that was his own. That'll probably win just because it's so outlandish. Yeah, pretty outlandish, I would say. Um, So let's get into the follower of the week. Uh, as you guys know, uh, each week we do a follower of the week on our Instagram account, Pipe It Up MLW. This week's follower of the week is Jack F 22 He's been a loyal listener, and I picked him especially because he told me this is the first podcast he's ever listened to. Congrats, Jack. Good job. That's awesome. That's unbelievable. Thank you to everybody who this is this. I don't even like if this is the first time you've downloaded Spotify or you know Apple Podcasts and and pipe it up to the first podcast you bring up. That's yeah, that's, that's special to us. Respect that for the small town potters and ourselves. We respect that a lot. All right, Dan. So let's get on our first topic. Oh, this is a. F- um, let's just get into a fan question, actually. Okay, that's fine. So this comes from Sawyer Behan. I don't know how to say the last name. Sawyer, Sawyer Ben Ben or whatever. He wants to know if we've ever experienced tendonitis in our elbows or like extreme soreness after a wiffle ball series. We get this question a lot, and it's been like a common criticism for wiffle ball players. I'd say like since we started, you know, every time one of our like 
you know, like pitch compilations will go viral. There'll always there'll always be some people in the comments be like, "Yeah, have fun having Tommy John in two years and like stuff like that." It's it's a valid argument, but we try our best to you know ice every series. At least I do. But I guess how often would you say your arm like excessively hurts or like severely hurts after a series? My not really ever. Honestly, the only time I was a little scared was the World Series last year because I had pitched so much in the series before against the Mallards, and then I had to pitch three games, all extra innings against the Preds. So that w- that was definitely – I thought I was going to get worse, but it really didn't. Yeah. I'd say, in, especially in like when we played at Colts Field and the mound is like so close, that was never an issue. Not once was arm soreness an issue just because like, when you're at that close of a distance, what was it, 27, 30 feet? It's like the flick of the wrist only. Like You're not getting your shoulder involved. Your elbow is not really – there's not a lot of torque on it. But once you get – back beyond like 40 feet like our tournaments or like the the nwa tournament we were in when that's 48 feet unscuffed you're chucking that thing yeah and and games are like six innings and you're playing you're you're, you're pitching two of those games a day so you know 12 innings from 48 feet unscuffed a wiffle ball which is like hollow and it's you're throwing like nothing you're throwing air you're just you know you're chucking your arm with no resistance it's obviously going to take a toll so what i do I ice everywhere on my elbow, my shoulder. Tommy, I don't know what Tommy. Tommy is like. Tom, Tommy always does. I feel no, like. no. Tommy's like good with that. He like never ices and he's never sore. I don't get it. Well, he he takes uh, a for, wi- he takes a while to warm up. I think he really prides himself and. Well, you know what it is. What is because I have a very outlandish motion. Cause yeah, I th- but it's I throw flu- risers. It's fluent, so it's not gonna. There's it's, no, no, tor- no. But mine's all. F- mine's there's a lot of torque on my elbow. I'm surprised. I'm surprised Tommy doesn't get it more often because he. The way he throws a curveball in baseball, Dude, and the way he throws whiff ball, he 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 really puts stress on like the the uh, elbow and the wrist. So I don't know. I think it's because Tommy like his motions very just over the top, like a regular throwing motion. You know, like it's just like a regular baseball kind yeah. of kind of motion. Yeah, true. But I I was just I'm always blown away because he never really ices after these tournaments that we go to, and it's like a violent, you know. Yeah, that's true. Two or three day, four day games a day. You know, I I I remember the this wasn't even that bad like but I still I still iced but it was the 2018 World Series day 1. Um you know, we we won the first game and we lost the second and we had a quick turnaround. We played the remainder of the World Series that next day so to make to make, to make sure I was fresh, I iced that entire night. I did an entire ice bath. Yeah, that that's that, that's the far, that's the furthest I've gone. That's the only time cuz I just wanted to be on the top of my game. But 2018 World Series that's that's I went all out. That's similar to what I had to do last year. Like if we went to a game four, if we didn't get swept by the Preds, if we would have won game three, I would have been screwed. Honestly, I I I don't know what I would have done because I I I would not have been, I I would not have been at my best the next game, and I it's not like I had a good number right. two to go to, so that would have been tough for sure. You know what we should do? We should uh we should call in the Tommy. Yeah, Let, wanna? Yeah, yeah, yeah. See what his uh I don't know what his approach is. What 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 do you think Tommy's doing right now? I don't know, sitting on his butt, probably in his basement, um, probably listening to Russ, jamming out. Yeah, that, probably that, doing that, some engineering homework. That's Tommy's through guy. a Zoom session. Yeah, let's call him up. Tommy, Tommy's hilarious. He told me his professors like aren't letting up. Like engineering professors are just yeah. a di- they're a different breed. They don't care that, about be, anything. That's got to be extremely like it's hard as it is with like a teacher, like teaching you, but like from online, that like with hard, it's hard to ask questions like that. It'd be hard. Right. All right, so we got Tommy on the line. Let's see if he picks up. Hopefully he does, because this is I I I'm actually looking for answers here. Come on, Tom, pick up. 
How come nobody picks we up? We probably should have told him before we were going to go. Yeah, we were, we were not prepared. <laughs> nobody picks up when we're recording a pod. Get called Drew. Drew will talk. No, we don't want Drew's input. What about Ryan? Um, Ryan doesn't even listen to the podcast. Yeah, he doesn't. I don't think he deserves our call. Come on, Tom. Didn't even pick up. That's well, disrespectful. Well, can we call anybody else? No, because I want Tommy's input on the issue. He's the he's the question. He's the All right, fair the enough. person at hand here. Fair enough. All right. Well, I guess that could conclude that segment. Maybe Tommy will <laughs> reach back around throughout the podcast so he can call him up again. Um, another thing I want to get to is we just put out a post today. Um, and it wasn't even our our graphic, but it was a fan graphic. He made a like a fake cover of Alec Warda on the... When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply front of a hypothetical MLW video game. And that's like a topic I've been like me and Tommy have been discussing for years now is yeah. MLW needs a video game. We yeah, need it, dude. I wish. But, but the thing is we're obviously that's not That's a lot of money. We're n- it is a lot of money and we're obviously not in the app development game slash computer science. So I over the past like year, maybe two years, we've been like trying to find like these companies these these programming companies that kind of have like a history of developing baseball games um and reach out to them kind of pitch it to them see what they would think but you know trivia true or false there has been a wiffle ball related video game like ever before i think i heard you talking i think i think it's true i forget it's true who you said it was with the wiffle ball incorporated incorporated you know like the like the company that produces the actual ball yeah they came out I think it was in like 2008 or 2009. You guys can look this up. It was just a uh, a Nintendo DS game, and the reviews on it are so bad, so bad. So I kind of looked up on YouTube like a little like gameplay, and it's it's bad, dude. It's really bad. We can do so much better. Is it on the DS? What, what's yeah, it's it on? Nintendo DS. Nintendo DS. Yeah. So like you'll see in like the little like like what like what do you do in the yeah, game? It's it's so simple. Like I mean, the, there's like there's a guy in a backyard and there's like a computer pitching to you and I'm pretty sure you just like tap A and like try to time it up to try to hit a home run. It's so it's like that's it's like a mini game for like any other type of game. But that's the entire game. There's no like upgrades no. or there's no like levels or No, but think of how sick it it'd be for us, dude. Like you have you have guys with like known pitches, unique pitches, unique deliveries. Everybody everybody kind of knows the strengths of each player so you could cater it to that. You could have uh, my players. You could have game modes. You could have home run derby. It'd be, be insane. It'd be so hard. And it'd be so fun trying to hit the pitches and actually time up yeah, like a riser and a slider. It'd be so hard to hit that like in a video game because you don't know what pitch is coming. Well, and you then... know what kind of reminds me of is like tap sports baseball. Well, kind of. But like even like screwballs and risers, like the pitches would be so. Well, so... you could obviously have like different modes. Like you do easy mode to, uh, all the way to hard. True. Like speed and velocity, or no, uh, speed and movement. I just feel like it'd be. I don't know. Yeah, it'd be really hard. Or you could go. Just because people have never seen those pitches before. Well, you could go a different approach for like a wiffle ball video game too. You could do like something that's like not time timing based. Um, you know, like you, if anybody remembers the baseball superstars like uh app apps way back in the day. That was a class. Like 2011 baseball superstars. It was like an iPhone game. That was probably my favorite game of all time. But 
Actually, th- was there timing involved in that? Did you have to like time it up? I'm trying to think of game. Uh, Big win baseball. That's one that you don't have to time it up. There was it was ba- yeah, it, was, no. it was based strictly on like your team's like strength and like preparation. Yeah, you, and you training. had to time. You had to time it up in the other one. For okay, sure. okay, but I'm trying to think of games like like give me your give me your top three baseball video games. Top three baseball video games. Power Pros. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 2008 MLB Power Pros is a classic. I'd say 2011. Uh, what did I just say? Baseball superstars, and then a dark horse is Mario Baseball. Mario Baseball. Yeah, for like the GameCube. <laughs> that's kind of funny. Yeah, I, I. Oh, do you remember uh, Topps Town though? Back in the day. Yeah. That's kind of that's like my standard ideal way. Of, I don't know if anyone knows about that anymore. I really don't either. But okay, fans, look up Topps Town, two thousand nine. It's got to be on YouTube or something. I looked. It, I looked it up. It's insane. It was like this, like. This like online world of like mini games slash like okay no you know what it was is every time you get a pack of Topps baseball cards yeah. it came with yeah. a code on the back of the packaging yeah and so you'd enter that code on your little my my uh, profile get, whatever to get, like more cards yeah like in this something. like in this they called it the town like Topps town and you'd get more cards and you'd form like your team and you'd improve your team and you'd play other other profiles in like these mini games and like build up your whatever your rating was I don't even know what it was but like. It was pretty cool, and the whole like what I would want uh, like us to structure it behind is like, say you'd have you'd rate you know like three pitches zero to one hundred. So I'd have a riser, slider, drop. My best pitch probably be a riser. Like call it ninety five, right? Yeah. And then you got Daniel. What riser, knuckle drop? Yeah, Daniel has the same same categories of how well he can hit those pitches. So riser, slider, drop. And if my number is more than his, then I get the strikeout. But if his if his number you know outweighs mine, then he gets the home run, and that's one point. And I think it was like what like three strikeouts ends the frame, and you have like cards that you pretty much play, and you guess the the whole premise is you guess what the other player is gonna do. Yeah. So I love that concept, and that's kind of something I want to whether it's a video game or a card game. I think fans would love that. Fans, tell me if you like even if it's not a video game like a card game something like that. That's something I've been thinking about for years now, and that, I think that'd be insane. I just gotta figure out how to manufacture it distribute it all that kind of stuff that'd be hard to do though because uh like some pitchers have totally different pitches they don't always line well, up to well you know what well no you could do like you could do, i guess no it's, it's specialty is the third one specialty so okay. what what the so, yeah, to, okay, what top sound did it was there's there's two um fixed uh categories which is uh the fastball and change up and then the third one was like specialty so what we could do is like riser and slider would be the, the two like fixed okay like like they're always there for every pitcher, and then the third one could be like a sick, like alternative. Like I could have a screwball. Tommy could have the gypsy drop. You could have the knuckle drop. Drew's little dr- slide drop. Yeah, that thing. makes sense because I think everyone in the league has at least a yeah. Slider Dude, but riser. think of how sick that would be if you kind of collect cards through this, through this game or through this card game, video game. It doesn't matter. Like you get, we have about we're getting up to fifty players in our league, dude. And if yeah, if you could somehow build a team with like. Ratings behind all these guys and face other people online. Think of how sick that would be, bro. Yeah, or or you could have them like uh, make a team of their own, like of their own friends and battle us or something, something new. <laughs> Tommy, Tommy just texted me. What he said? He's like, "What's up? We are watching TV. <laughs> Ask him what show." I'll no, I'm a, I'll be like, "Want to be on the pod?" Should I tell? Should I tell him that? Yeah, I don't want to ask what show. With his blasting speakers, probably in the basement. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I was saying. Like, probably couldn't hear. <laughs> dude, yeah, we've we didn't we talk about that in the Super, yeah, the Super Bowl the, episode. Yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah, how they like blew out the speakers for the <laughs> yeah. halftime show. Yeah, that's iconic. 
But back to baseball, dude. I wish I had a PlayStation so I could play the the new MLB shows. But no, nah, I'm an Xbox guy. So <laughs> what? Are, okay, like I I'm the most uncultured when it comes to PS4 versus Xbox. MLB the show. Why, tell me why. What's better and why? Well, MLB the show is only on PlayStation. But why would why would why would they do that? I don't know. Isn't it like half and half? It's like one of those. Kind of com- one of things. It's like Uber versus Lyft, I feel Pepsi like, versus Coke, PS4 versus Xbox. Know. Why would one? I just do game just be on I one just, platform. Like, I just I don't have an Xbox because that's what my friends have. So if I ever want to play with them, that's really the only thing I look at. I, I'm sure there's Xbox games that aren't on PlayStation too, but okay. I don't know why some games do that. I mean, maybe they should have a specific deal with one or the other. Dude, I got a I got a funny little segment here. What? So I was watching, I was watching Wheel of Fortune today, right? Wheel of okay yeah it's one of our favorite game shows you know we always have it on in the background maybe throughout the day or whatever yeah so I was watching and I just I don't know what came through my mind but you know Pat Sajak the host yeah I was like I was wondering to myself how much money does this guy make to literally do the same thing over and over and over again right like and he's per, been doing this first like, show yeah and he's been doing this since like 1981 I think let me guess wait 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 no guess what this guy's yearly sal- salary is yearly salary His yearly salary. Uh, million? Couple million? It's fifteen million dollars. Oh God, dude, Jeez it's no unbelievable. Piece. And guess what? The uh, co-host, uh, Vanna White. Guess what her salary is? Five million? Ten million dollars? Oh I'm not kidding. Fans, look it up. That's crazy. I looked it up. I was blown away. And you know what happens is they, it looks like they, you might, you might think they record like every day and put out that episode like live, right? Okay. Yeah, that couldn't be further from the truth. Yeah, they record. Uh, four times a month, and in those four days, it's six episodes each day. So the guy is working four days a month, getting paid $15 million, and they crank out six episodes each film day. Dude, so many people. That's prime time every evening. Yeah, you know, I know. how many people watch that? Like, we just have Dude, that on in the background. But this but... guy is living the life. Yeah. He does Dude, the Van- same. He Vanna does the White, same. too. She just yeah, presses she, the oh buttons. Oh, my God. I know. She literally just presses buttons. Dude, that's awesome. That's the life right there. Pat Sajak, dude. He's been doing this since 1981. So that got me even more interested in this guy, right? Yeah. So you know what he was doing before Wheel of Fortune? Probably. I don't know. <laughs> he I was the, literally no guess. He was the backup weatherman in a local news station. Okay. That, that kind of makes sense. Kind of, but like... They must have really liked him on the air or something. Well, I, I don't know how you get a I don't know yeah, how you get that job. He like he like knew somebody that kind of like told him there was an audition going on and they didn't th- I don't think they thought this game show would ever take off. So they kind of I think he, I mean he obviously did probably well in the audition got the job but they probably didn't think it was going to span 40 years and be like one of the greatest game shows ever. But this dude was making 15 15 and I, big and ones I feel a like, year. I feel like uh that like the contestants don't make too much money on the show. Like no, usually, they, like on a good day, they'll probably take on what, like what twenty k. Like I feel like Jeopardy on a good day probably makes uh, the contestants probably make more in Jeopardy. I don't know. I might be wrong, but yeah. I mean, they they do give out like cars and stuff and like trips, but that, there, that there, might. Add there's got to be so much people watching that it, it doesn't even matter. Eat every night, every evening. Oh, we got a call from Tom. 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 Here we oh, go. Let's here we go. go. What are you gonna ask him? Oh, the yeah. The... Come on, Tom. Pick up. I wonder if the is that picking up on the on the yeah 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 that's oh, good sick hello hey Tommy what's up you are live on pipe it up how are you doing pretty good how about you we're doing pretty well um the the thing we were talking about that I wanted to call you about was that 
I always get very sore after a wiffle ball series. Uh, I don't know what it is, but you came up because we thought it was very interesting that, you know, after like one of our tournaments or after like the NWA tournament, you never have to ice. And we think it's the craziest thing ever. Like NWA, you were like good to go. And I don't know how. Okay, it wasn't good to go. It's still there's pain, <laughs> but I just don't ice because I feel like ice doesn't help. I, I, after that NWLA tournament, I that was one of the most sore I've ever been in my entire life. Until like Thursday of that <laughs> week, I couldn't even move at work. I hurt so bad. Okay, but is it because like you have like more of like a baseball throwing motion, and I throw like mainly risers? Is that what it is? Because I don't know if you put like a ton of torque on your elbow, and I th- I think that's what it is. I put it. I, I'm telling you right now that I am extremely sore. I just don't ice because I feel like it doesn't help me feel any better. What? I don't. That doesn't make any sense. How How are you able to operate on that Sunday usually for tourneys? You just power through it. I don't know what to tell you. I pop my two ibuprofen and hit the mound, man. Dude, I don't know. dude, because one of a uh, one of the fan questions was like, "Do you guys ever get like tendonitis or like extremely sore like elbows?" I, and I was like, "Yes." I, so, like I one of us is bound to get Tommy John. Uh, yeah, I can't speak on what I don't know, but ever since I was nine, like, if I pitch, it hurts every pitch. I don't know if it's because I'm small or if I'm throwing the ball wrong, but I'm in physical pain every time I throw the ball. That's just, you get used to it. I mean, that's, that was that's pretty that's, much the only thing I wanted to call yeah. you about, because me and Dan were, like, blown away by it, because... I mean, let me know. If you're listening to this, send a DM to the Pipe It Up account or yeah, my yeah, personal yeah. Instagram, anything, if you, like, don't get sore when you're pitching, but yeah, what I every told... ball that I throw is painful. What I told... Not the... necessarily wiffle ball. When I was sore, yes, but, like, in baseball, when I was pitching, every pitch hurt, so let me know if that's not true for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What I told the fans was, like, it was never a problem at Colts Field, just because, like, the mound is so close, and it's pretty much just, like, the flick of the wrist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But once yep. you get past, like, 40 feet, that's when it starts, like, hurting because you're pretty much throwing yeah. a, an airless oh, yeah, ball. Using, at, at, at the Meadows, like, I'm, it's not too bad because I'm just, like, I'm mostly using arm. There are some legs involved, but, like, at another ULA, I was literally using my entire body because it was so far. Right. But, yeah. Hey, Tom, that was, that, yeah, that's all I wanted to let you know about. Thanks for being on the pod. Oh, yeah, for sure. Good luck, boys. All right, I'll call you later. See ya. Peace out. Well. I guess Tommy does no special secret. It's just yeah. he doesn't care about the pain. He just accepts it. That's kind of funny that – well, it kind of sucks that he was pitching all – because he pitched a lot in high school. He's pitching through yeah, all that pain. Usually, like, when I pitch, like, usually I'm fine throughout the game, but then right as, like, I stop pitching Tommy's, and I take a break, then that's when it's, you know, really hurts. It's so funny how Tommy's wiffle ball game resembles his baseball game. Because, yeah, it's pretty similar. Because growing up, Tommy was never the, like – he had never blow you blow you away with speed and velocity. Yeah. He was purely filth. He had a sick knuckle or a curveball. He's got a sick curveball and whiff. Yeah. It it's honestly like crazy how identical this game is to baseball. He was an effective pitcher in baseball too. Yeah. He played varsity baseball. Yeah. He was he was a go to option I'd say. Yeah. Yeah. With his little, little off speed, he had a change. Yeah. Like all filth. And I he, think he, that's a funny. That's he, like, what what's a major leaguer? That, not a not a knuckleballer, but like what's a major leaguer that kind of has that. Uh, like not too powerful, that, but that like they're yeah they're not powerful. They really strictly rely on their backup pitches or not backup, but just like off speed. Well, I'm think I'm mainly thinking of like veterans like Sabathia or like well, I guess Verlander yeah. can still throw fast. But I guess he, I but guess Verlander like, or like Ker- I Kershaw. You know what a good comparison is? Is like is like former aces that used to have a blow away fastball. Yeah, but now are kind of like at the end of the career, so they kind of like go back to like the ones that have more movement. Yeah, I'm so trying to think of. I you know who I'm thinking of uh, K Rod late late in his career <laughs> that, he he was on, like he was awful with the Tigers but he did have some some quality stretches where he like 
he didn't throw over like 88, 89 probably, but his changeup was so good and he had a really good, I think it was like curve or slide. But that, I, don't, I don't know. That'd be an interesting thing to look up is like, yeah, the pitcher that had the slowest fastball but still yeah. did good in the MLB. Well, it'd be like a knuckleballer. It'd be like Tim Wakefield. Oh, yeah. Or like R.A. Dickey. R. Yeah, that makes sense. That 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 kind of leads us into like the status of MLB right now. Um, did you see the report on like the Arizona proposal? Yeah, I yeah I saw some outlandish ideas being proposed. Okay, you thought that was outlandish. Their their intentions are good though. They're trying to get baseball going. That's I, the thing I like. I think it could work. Wait, which part? If okay, all so parts? The, so the idea is if people didn't see it on like Twitter or whatever was that you'd pretty much have all thirty there's thirty yeah thirty MLB teams in Arizona right where they host uh all these spring training games so there's like a bunch of fields in that area and you'd pretty much seclude all the players from other it, it'd pretty much only be essential personnel kind of like what the march man has planned to do before they canceled and so you'd have all the people in the same area you'd make sure that everybody's good nobody's infected nobody's contagious and it'd be strictly there'd be obviously no fans at these ballparks you'd play all the games at the spring training facilities in arizona They'd all be in uh, secluded hotels from other people. It'd be a very secluded option. These games would be filmed. You know, you'd start the season. It's obviously going to be a shorter season. But it's in Arizona, which is a good thing because, uh, as you know, the virus is not as effective in hotter um, climates or whatever, hotter weather, because it, like, what, dies in the air easier? Yeah. yeah. So I think that's the most feasible option. And I think they were saying it it could start – they're probably going to obviously have to have like a couple of like exhibition games before they get up and running. But I think it was like they said early May to mid May is when they could get this started. And I think that's actually a possible option. So they're like, are they going to play in uh, different stadiums in Arizona or just the, well, there's like, how are they all, is there enough stadiums in Arizona? Like how would they, how would they do that? Isn't there like 15? I don't know. Well, are they all MLB size? I don't know. Yeah. Well, the, I know that I don't know if there's 15, but I imagine there is because what they do in spring training is there's the Grapefruit League, which is I think the AL, right? Or I don't know how they divide it yeah, up, but there's yeah. two leagues. It's Grapefruit and there's something else. Cactus, the, I think. Yeah, I think that's what it is in Arizona. That makes sense because the Tigers are in the Grapefruit, I think, and that's yeah. in Florida. There's yeah. a Florida league and an Arizona league, so that probably means the what? There's 15. Yeah, but that makes sense, dude. 15 in okay. Arizona. Yeah, true. So that's you know. There's 30 teams. You have it's a game a, every day. It's going to be weird. I saw that they were doing, or they want to do. Folks, s- take this with a grain of salt. We have no idea what we're talking about. I have no idea if there's 15, but that just makes sense to me because, you know, you divide up into two. I mean, I'm just thinking in Michigan, there's only like, what, two or three uh, stadiums that are MLB size? Like, so I don't know about Arizona. Dude, but Arizona's built for the, sp- the, the spring training's been there for decades. Yeah, okay. I it's guess not, that makes it's not sense. Michigan. Yeah, there's a reason why Arizona is the prime option. It's going to be tough on the MLB players though because they were they were preparing or they were proposing uh doubleheaders, 7 inning games. That's 14 Okay, innings. that's stupid. That's really stupid. Almost every day, why like probably. Just, yeah, why don't you just do a shorter season anyway? I mean, I don't know. Cuz <laughs> honestly, I would <laughs> regardless of coronavirus, I want a small a shorter season anyways. There's going to be a, I mean, it's going to be a really short season, so they're just trying to pack in as many games as possible and yeah, okay. Yeah, that yeah, I agree. But I think up until this point, dude, 162 has been pointless this whole time. I think that's what's going to happen, bro. Is that they're going to they're going to see how this short compacted season is so exciting and teams are in the playoff race for a longer point of time. You know what's the worst part about baseball is like what? Like the Tigers, you could be eliminated, you could be like out of everything and selling everybody in like July when there's like 2 months of the season left. Yeah, but it would be the same like, thing. You that's a huge portion of the season. Yeah, but 
it, it would be the same thing. Like if a team starts out, yeah, it'd be fi- way later. No, if the team, team is in contention for a longer point in time, which, if, which if a team starts out like five and fifteen, they're they're then they're gonna be like, oh no that's no, it. no 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 no, that's the that's it that's no, the season because yeah. it, no because there's a shortened season they will be like no because no way. there's so much ahead of you. See, the, the reason 162 matters is because the Nationals last year were 19 and 31, and they still won the World Series. I just think it's so drawn out, though. Don't well, you agree? Yeah, a Dude, little. It's, it's like, I, oh, it's, I know it's what game mean. 113 the, the game, out of 162. Yeah, the games don't and we're mean as much, get, but it's still fun, like, having the season I'm just, I'm just raising the idea is. to you. Wouldn't that be more exciting if in, instead of 162, there's, say, 120? I think it would be more exciting. The games would mean more, but yes, exactly. That's I don't what know baseball if, needs, dude. I don't know if the 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 best team would win. I mean, I guess I don't know. What? Like the national? Like, yeah, there'd be more sense of urgency. There's no players sitting. There's everybody's going all out. But but then it like like if players hurt, then it impacts the season more for the team. It's gonna impact the it's gonna impact the team either way. No, because they could come back at the end or something. <sighs> damn, damn, I mean, damn. you could look at it either way. Honestly, I guess you could. There you are could. pros and cons. I guess in the in that. I mean, like players are gonna get hurt no matter what. Like you have to admit, in a hundred sixty-two game season, like you're you're gonna find the best teams. Well, to be you know in the what playoffs. is another thing is like if you wanted to shorten the season, the question is like, I imagine MLB would still want to take over April to October. So what they would do is they'd have more off days. That's what it'd be, right? Because they don't want to take away a whole month of of April. In October, like that's like the best time of baseball, like that chilliness, dude. Everything, cold weather, everything's October. gonna get pushed back to the fall and where literally every sport, it's gonna be crazy. Well, we get this year, obviously. I'm talking about like just go, like non-coronavirus related impacted seasons. Yeah, this, the, yeah, like you said, this season, this it's fall, be crazy. It's gonna be fun to dude, watch, dude. Once we come fall, just pray. Like, hopefully, everything is on in the fall because this could be one of the greatest sports seasons I saw, of all time. I saw the Masters of all got, time, folks. Masters got pushed back to the fall. Yeah, Masters. We're going to have football baseball, back. Football. Baseball. I Dude, what's going to happen with the NBA? NBA? July? I bet July it'll probably be up. pushed back. I mean, unless they cancel it, but unless it... it you could see... You Dude, could be watching you know NBA the, games in yeah. December. I don't know. Dude, who's... Yeah, you know what's, they're going to have to, like, battle for TV time. Yeah. They the the TV networks have never been in this situation before. What I think the NBA should do is like they should just get right in, not get right in the playoffs. Well, should they? I don't even know. For the the NBA, yeah, I'd say Dude, maybe I like don't know. I'd say maybe like ten more games and then get right into it and then have that season go into the fall and then start the next season like in like December or like January, kind of like they did when there was that lockout year when they started the first game on Christmas. I think it was like 2012. Well, yeah. When when does the they don't need to start the next season in October like they usually do. When do when do they that start? When do they sense. start the NBA? October. The next yeah, season. Yeah, it's like late October. It's like last week of October. Yes, yeah, so I don't know what they're gonna do. Well, they'd be a delayed season. It's like regardless. Delayed, yeah, they have the to. Next season? They have to, dude. Yeah, I think they would just cancel this season. But they, they can't do that because then I don't know, dude. I would be so pissed because I'm a I'm a big fan of LeBron and his legacy. Do you know I'm, how stupid I'm that would not. be? LeBron is number one in the West. He's a great chance to win his fourth title. They they might just crown a champion. I don't know. No, 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 no. Or they might just have one series, the top. Like, who's winning in the East and the West right now? That'd be sick. As long as LeBron is still in contention, I'm fine with that. Who's winning? Why, Who? can't, you ex- why can't you respect greatness, Dan? It, I don't know. I, I don't want to get, get into we're this. We're still... You're like... We are the biggest Michigan football fans, and you still don't, like, glorify Brady. That's not true. You I hate like the Patriots. Brady. I always respect Brady. I, you don't show so it. There's so many people in my school that bash Brady, and I always defend him. That's that's not true. <sighs> I don't hear it from you. I just think, I don't know. Why don't you like 
the greatest players ever. Like Tiger Woods. I'm a huge fan of Tiger. I literally cried last year in the Masters. And you're like, so LeBron. And your face just gave off the sense of, so what? Just golf. I mean. I was like, Dan, you were watching the greatest golfer of all time right here. We were living no, in the time of Tom true. Brady. I, I we were was... living in the time of LeBron James. You got to respect these I'd dudes. I'd say Tom Brady, got... Tiger Woods, Michael Jordan, they're all better than uh, LeBron what? in terms what? of best of their sport. What'd you say? I think I don't think I think LeBron's de- behind Michael Jordan. I don't. LeBron went to nine straight finals. Yeah, and he's only won like Dude, three, nine. Yeah, but why? Why Michael well, Jordan won six, right? Like I don't even want to get down this path. But Tom for, Brady won why six, is, right? Why, and Michael no, 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 Jordan no, no, won on, six. Shut up, shut up, shut up, Dan. LeBron why, won three. Why is losing a finals? Because uh, he couldn't get hit. it done. Okay, but is that is that why is that worse than not even making the playoffs or losing in the first or second round? Who made? Who didn't make the playoffs? Jordan. Jordan won six. Dude, it took him so long to get to yeah, the Yeah, because he had to beat the bad boys. Yeah, and the, the bad Pistons. boys are sick. <laughs> but I'm, what I'm saying is everybody uses the argument. Dude. Like, they, they do this in football, too. Montana versus Brady. Like, oh, Montana's four for four. But that's completely leaving out the, the notion that Montana missed the Super Bowl many, many times. Plus, I just think I just think Michael Jordan was just a better, better basketball player. And another thing. LeBron went against the stupidest team of all time, KD, ruining the league twice. Yeah, that was stupid. Yeah, I, I definitely we're we're big warrior haters. I definitely haters. don't like. Yeah, I, I'll admit I don't like uh, the war. That was dumb. Wow, I didn't think we were gonna get into this conversation so it's early e- on the pod. It's easy to get into this conversation, folks. folks screw Sk- uh, Skip and Shannon. We're the new Skip and Shannon. We're deli- we're debating freaking MJ and LeBron every pod now. We we should put up a poll to see who who MJ or. Uh, Oh, they're LeBron. all gonna, they're all gonna say LeBron because all these kids are young. That's the problem. Is no. I went and back and watched that's the, the '90s basketball, yeah. dude. These dudes that Michael was playing against were freaking plumbers. That's the problem. Playing no defense. Is the, uh, we didn't live in that time. Skinny period, white so dudes that no resort to hitting people in the face. You cannot say that, dude. In the dude, '90s, le- yeah. there's so many good players in the '90s. That yeah, um, but I'm saying not as near as the people that LeBron has had to face in their prime. I don't know about that. What? I mean, yeah, but everyone's good. It's the same level of skill. They don't. LeBron has to go up and beat the Lakers dynasty, the Celtics big three, the freaking the Spurs dynasty, Tim Duncan, Parker, Ginobili, all these dudes. Then he goes and has to beat the Warriors and gets to a finals with Matthew Dellavedova as his second best player and beats him in a game. Okay, I'll admit that was sick when and uh, then and then beats season. the Warriors in their greatest season ever, seventy two and or seventy three and nine, whatever it was. Beats that team, and then KD ruins the league, and then. You can't like nobody on the earth is gonna beat that team. I think I think the real reason I like Jordan better is just his. I, I just like how Jordan. We're going like in terms of like also yeah, personality. Yeah, finish your fu- in terms what? of personality. I like Jordan better. He's Jordan's much more humble in my opinion. Really? Yeah, it's just in my opinion. That's just a personal opinion. Dude, don't, bas- don't bash me on that. That was literally my next point. Is what? like completely unrelated to basketball. How good of a person LeBron James is. He started a school. He's paying I mean, for like hundreds, both- hundreds of kids tuition to go to Akron. They're he's, both he's, good people. He started but. a school. Yeah, the, these guys are moguls. But, but I, I just personally like. I don't know. I just, I, uh, I just like Jordan. How, you, okay, you're how, not gonna, you're not wait, gonna change wait, my wait, opinion. Wait, 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 wait. This is the question of all questions. How many, how many Chicago Bulls games have you actually watched, beginning to end? Well, that's my point. Is people haven't gone back and watched? So yeah, like, and have you ever? Because no, I have. Not, I've watched I highlights. Have. I haven't watched every game, dude. I'm telling you, you haven't watched every game yeah. either. Okay, but I watch the biggest ones, and these dudes don't play defense, and they can't shoot a three. Like regardless, I know the three point line was very new to them. I guess. See, that's the that's the problem. 90s. That's the problem with this discussion, anyways. Yeah, okay, it's because yeah. you, it can't, is a f- you can't compare two people from two different generations. Yeah, I know that's true. So, like, literally, there's you can't win this argument. I guess the thing you kind of have to like 
resort to is make it very like relative like how the the question of who is the better player you can't you can't do this you, argument in any sport you could do it in baseball yeah, who's the best pitcher yeah, of all time you could go back to bob gibson you go to yeah. now to any like, yeah dan's, dan's a big baseball historian so like you can't do this in any sport that's the problem you can't yeah re- i don't know why we're doing this you can't relate it's just an time period topic. to time period you can't even in football, like you said, Montana Brady, you can't because there's different levels of competition. Okay, what I will tell you, I think we can both agree. They're great in their own. You know what we should agree on? We can agree on this. LeBron is, I think, as a specimen, as an athletic specimen, he is superior to Jordan. But if you want to talk about, I don't know. No, Jordan, no, Jordan was wait, freaky. Wait, talk about. I'm t- wait till my next point. If you want to talk about c- capturing an entire generation, regard not not Pistons fans, because Pistons fans were like the only people that I feel like hated Jordan. But every kid that grew up in the 90s was a fan of Jordan. Like, I'm just going to go out and say yeah. that. Yeah. But that's not the case for LeBron for whatever reason. Um, You know, I guess maybe factors like, you know, leaving his hometown team but then coming back. There might be drama revolved. Um, you know, like be trying to be in like – I guess jo- uh, Jordan did this too, but I feel like LeBron's always – Acting as like a GM, like I see. He always playing with people he wants. See, that's another thing I don't. Like, I don't dude, like a LeBron. Why did he go to the Lakers? Why? Oh, that's easy. Why to set up his post basketball playing career? Why can't he do that in Cleveland? Cleveland, dude, his he hometown. got it. He got his title with Cleveland. What more do you want from him? Another title, dude. He's got to stay home. Are you kidding me? Did I did not watch that 2018 finals. They got blown out. They look sorry. So he's just gonna do a pull a KD and move to the Warriors, move to the Lakers, dude. dude he, do you know how successful this guy's been in LA already? They're the one seed in the West. He's been, he's directed like five films. He's been in movies. He's living life. He's setting up his family. Bronny's playing for the sick team uh, with Zaire Wade and all these dudes. I just miss the time. That's when, literally the uh, the best place for him to be. See, I I just like I, I miss the time when we there'd be a Tim Duncan who grinded it out with his own team to or Dirk Nowitzki to okay, get a title true. with his own team. People, people it's respect not, it's not, those players the most. It's not mutually exclusive. You can have those players too. You can be great in multiple ways. I just I don't, don't get know. me wrong. I respect a lot. I respect those players. Like if I see it, like a Detroit athlete, like I want him to stay in Detroit as long as possible. Like Matt Stafford, I want him to stay. Like I want him to get a title in Detroit. Yeah, and LeBron, I don't want LeBron did. LeBron got it. <laughs> what do yeah. you want more from him? Just like okay, wait, 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 Dano. So Stafford, if Stafford wins a Super Bowl with the Lions, you want him, you want him to stay to get another one. I after th- after two more years or whatever. I think the only reason I'm saying that is because you wouldn't I, be if I was in that position, I would want to stay with the same team. That's the only reason I would Where's Stafford um, where's Stafford from? Uh Texas. Is he from Texas? Okay. Yeah, remember people always say he was from the high, same high school as Okay, Kershaw. so what if what if he grew up a Cowboys fan, right? A- after what, twelve years that of, might be of, different of grueling seasons, worst seasons of all time. Stafford finally becomes a Super Bowl champion with the Detroit Lions. Spends so he wins that wins the Super Bowl that one season. Spends two more seasons in Detroit, and then he goes off to Dallas. And you're gonna be like, "Wow, says a lot about you, bro." No, you're you're not even a lion. Because Sta- <laughs> that's Sta- what you're saying. No, because Stafford's different, dude. Stafford works hard, dude. He is a grinder, and he never gets the respect you, he deserves. So did you I'd really be, just say that? I'd be so happy for Stafford, but like, but he doesn't get the respect he deserves, so it's different. <sighs> that's so true. I I I hate Matthew Stafford haters. Yeah, I defend. He, he's Stafford. the goat. He's the only reason why but we've pe- been semi relevant in the past but decade. Pe- people don't watch the Lions game, so they're they're not gonna nah, agree people, with us. Yeah, Daniel will even tell me like I I I'm I, not even like supporting the Lions right now. I'm a big Lions with fan. the current ownership. But you God, need to agree that they need to sell the team. No, they don't. Martha Ford doesn't know what she's the, doing. <laughs> the Lions will come through one day, dude. 
the, I, the, I swear. The Detroit Lions organization is ran by Henry Ford's granddaughter. That's who, that's who she is, right? Well, I don't know. I'm not even going to... I don't know. I, I'm not going to point fingers, but... It's it's a top... It's bottom two organization in sports. It, it it's always them has been. It's them, the Cleveland Browns. It always has been. And that's not... That's an easy argument to make. That's not a hard argument to make. So, realistically, what year do you see the Detroit Lions winning the Super you Bowl? Can't, you can't point out an argument, because, like, right now... Answer like, the question, Dan. What year? Yeah, what year are the Detroit Lions going to win the Super Bowl? Well, I You know mean, what my answer is? What? Not in my lifetime. <laughs> I'm not kidding. When yeah. is it going to get better? Why, and why would it get better? Zero history of winning. I just hope we draft better. That's the Cold thing. weather. We, I feel like we never Horrible draft ownership. Well. Fans that are going to bash you no matter what. I mean, I guess that's every NFL team. That really didn't make any sense, but whatever. <sighs> wow, what a the he- Lions, what dude. a heated pod, Dan. We're already at forty minutes. I can't make an argument for the Lions, bro. Dude. We gotta keep I've, going. I've been a fan of the Lions for so long. I- I've just seen so many fans. Let me know, MJ versus LeBron, too. That's what started this whole mess. What do you guys think? Should we do a poll, Dan? You, I hate making that argument though because it's so hard. You can't win. You can't. You just can't make that argument. <laughs> that took up a huge portion of this pod. I say we go. Should we make this one an hour? What are we at? Like forty. Yeah, dude, we got heated with that. <laughs> God, dude, we should literally be the next Skip and Shannon. I'm gonna send this into Fox. Dude, I don't know. That that <laughs> got me heated for sure. <laughs> this is All what right. the fans are looking for. Was though. there was there anything else on the agenda, or did, l- we I just mean, went off on a rant? Oh, this one's kind of interesting. So, so you're big into like the history of baseball, yeah. But kind of like tailoring it to our family history. Okay. Uh, our uncle Marvin Marv Schultz played Triple A baseball, and would have been in the big leagues if mm-hmm. not for who, Daniel? So he was with the the San Diego Padres, which was the Triple A affiliate of the Cincinnati Reds. Yep. I think in like the what, our 60s, uncle was, was a Padre, folks. So. Look him up, Marv Schultz. Marv Schultz stats. But he, he had a big year, and I think it was 1958. <laughs> big campaign. I don't know, but I don't know. But he was always behind. You know, the Reds were stacked. You know, so he was always behind uh, Orlando Cepeda and some of the, uh, Frank Robinson, I believe. Yeah. So some of those guys. And it, it's not like trading wasn't a big thing. Like I don't even like if you were on that team, you you had to get up to the major leagues on that team. So yeah, through that organization, didn't he have? He told us some great stories about. I think he yeah, yeah, played. He, he's met a lot of people. He's met LK Line, P. Rose. Correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't he play the Brooklyn Dodgers when they had Jackie? I think he said yes. Uh, well, he was never in the major leagues. No, I'm saying spring training. He was always up with those guys. Spring oh, training. I never asked him about that. He told us that. Did he, he play with? I don't know. He, dude, Uncle. No. Ma- well, when did he start playing? Uh, I don't remember. Fifty-seven, I believe. Fifty-eight. How how long did Jackie go? Let me bring up the stats right now. Didn't Jackie start in the? When did Jackie start? Let me see. 40s, 50s? Jackie upper 40s? Robbins. L- lower 50s? Upper 40s? Stats. But yeah, yeah. So he was always, uh, my uncle was always up behind, you know, oh, did some greats. So he wait, never got Wait, maybe at the end of his career. So Jackie Robinson, wow, he had a short career. His his career began in 1947. Okay. And concluded in 1956. Well, he was probably so pretty wait, old because he started in yeah. the Negro League. So let me see. Let me see. Oh, that's that's that, so that's what, what it is. What? Yeah. yeah what wait, age wait. did he go over to the major wait, wait, leagues? I'm, I'm seeing if it lines up. Hold on. Let me bring up. Let me bring up. Marv what team? What Schultz. team is he on? In the. Or yeah. What what year did he transition to the major leagues? Here we go. Marv Schultz, baby. 1958 was his rookie campaign. So I guess no. Yeah. But, okay. I didn't but, think so. But his t- But 
what he told me was i think it was like he came up in the time where it was like very like like obviously like civil rights era yeah so negro league players were coming into mlb and he told me stories of like how blacks were treated at this time and kind of like the adversity they had to go through and and uncle marv always told me he was always the the go-to guy and like he'd always be there for these dudes who kind of had to face these hardships especially in the south he'd tell me like these dudes Yes. Shout yeah. out to Uncle Marv. Yeah, dude. Honestly, a legend. <laughs> Icon. That yeah. should be our pod name. But no, no one knows who he is. So. No, obviously not. But And we haven't even spent that much time with him. But the stories he gives are always cool. So Oh, they're unbelievable. So, so big, sh- big shout out to Uncle and Marv. And by, by the way, uh, transitioning, he, he always says, I think I'd, uh, the, I always ask him, uh, like I always ask him, should Pete Rose be in the Hall of Fame? And oh, his answer is yeah. always yes. And so he's in the P- he's in the Cincinnati organization. So yeah. I take it from him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. So I mean, uh, could you imagine if he broke that roster? It just it probably t- it was he was probably one guy away, dude. And I know, and dude. He'd be playing with Pete Rose. I'm trying How to th- I'm that? trying to think of the other person. I think he was behind. Was it? Uh, dude, he looks just like us too. Have you seen the old pictures? No. I, I think that's our influence. Really? Of the maybe the that's our baseball. Team. Maybe we got baseball blood, dude. Yeah, my entire dad's side is very baseball oriented. It's our dad's brother or our yeah, dad's yeah. dad's brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So our great uncle. Yeah. yeah, I don't, I don't know the titles, but dad's yeah. dad's brother. I feel like there's like, uh, what's our cousin? Uh, Nick, he plays. What was it? D- yeah, we got, D3 we got baseball. baseball blood, man. My dad, my dad. I don't think my dad. I don't it's think whiff- it's wiffle ball blood now. Dad played. Our dad played wiffle ball. He wasn't the influence that got us started, but he definitely played whiff. Make with that the make make that the podcast name. What whiffle ball blood? No, that's so bad. I'm just dude. I'm I'm not creative with that stuff. Oh, dude! Wow, we are killing it with the transitions today. So my dad played backyard whiffle ball, but I kind of want to tell you the story of how he we, did. Yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. Yeah, in the front yard. Yeah. But I, I kind of wanted to tell the fans. We're getting up there in the time, but I wanted to tell the fans the very first instinct instant where we decided to put up the wiffle ball fence. Do you yeah. remember that day? Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, probably... Do- with Brennan... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on. Yeah. So it was the dog days of summer, probably... It was 2009. And, you know, as any kid does, they have a wiffle ball bat and ball, you know, in their garage. Got nothing to do in the summer when you're, like, 10 years old. So you go outside, you know, you're doing a little home run derby. And then we had a questionable call. Yep. That's what it was. Yep. The ball landed kind of where you guys know, where, like, where the tree is, like, kind of, like, to the right of that. Brendan hit it, right? Yeah, and we always had, like, an imaginary line of, like, what would be a home run, what wouldn't be. And I think Brendan hit one, and it, it was always around that, like, it was around that, like, imaginary line, which caused, like, a dispute. Yeah. So that 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 instant right there led us to, to go to our garage and try to find something that could be a fence. Yeah. And we found this sick garden fence that was the MLW Colts field fence for like 11 years. We found that just laying around. My parents just had it like up in the up in the top of the garage or whatever. We set that up and we it looked it like just went up perfectly and we're like, "Whoa, this is actually kind of cool." And we put up some like cheap foul pole and I think that entire day we just started playing games. And I think we might have left it up, but then like throughout that summer, Tommy and Rachel started coming over, and we started playing pickup games, and we we kind of historically called that like our first year, but we didn't really take stats. The only thing we recorded was like the home runs. So if you go to like our mlwwiffleball.com, you'll still see that in the all-time leaders. It's like is like two not two thousand nine home runs, but we, it was so unstructured. Like we didn't have anything. Like we had a pitchback as our backstop. We just played with like ten. We didn't even have wiffle balls, dude. Oh yeah, were we playing with like tennis, tennis balls. balls? Yeah, and tennis balls and metal bats. Yeah, 
Dude, I, I who I ba- the heck let us play with a metal I bat? I barely remember anything on that 09 season. I literally remember hitting one home run. That's it. That's hilarious. But it's kind of funny. Dane how, was a fetus. It's kind of funny how like one day, like if you go back yeah, and know, change dude. that one, like if Brennan didn't hit that disputable call, dude, that's crazy. It's like the butterfly effect. Like yeah, if that never yeah, happened, we wouldn't be here. We, we might not have been here. So. I would, dude. I'm not even kidding. I would not be here. It's crazy how things work out like that. Sometimes. Maybe I would. I'm not. sure. I mean, maybe. I feel like I've always had. I feel like I've always been different and that I need to be doing something like creative, like making videos or something. I don't know. But, I mean, plus wiffle ball is fun. So I think we would have been out there again and again. Eventually, I don't know. Yeah. But that fall of 2009, that's when it really was like I started looking up that like I, I started like searching like wiffle ball leagues and wiffle ball fields on YouTube and I got hooked like right away. And like from that point, I started gathering the equipment. Me and Tommy wrote up like a rule book. And, like, from that fall, we really put it in place to, like, okay, 2010, let's make it, like, a structured, like, first season. And that's what happened. You said you guys saw the videos and stuff like that and took off ever since. Yep. It's crazy. <sighs> All right. No, let's keep going. What are we at? 48. We've done longer. That's the longest we've ever done. No, we did, like, a 55-er. No, we didn't. Yeah. I think they're both 40, the first two we did. Dude, I'm, like, I'm like lightheaded right now. I'm, like, winded. Dude, that... How that, do Skip and Shannon do that? that? I guess they have commercial breaks. They rant with... Well, and their whole... Their, their speeches are probably already pre-prepped. Yeah, that's they one probably, thing. They probably already know what they're going to yeah, dispute. It's, it's, it's which producers. Is kinda, that's why it's kind of dumb. Yeah, like like Skip Skip Bayless and like uh, Shannon Sharp. That's why... That's There's why absolutely no way they they disagree on everything. That, that's it's why, the producer saying, okay, Skip, take this side, and Shannon, take this side. It's going to be great for ratings. That, that's why I don't watch some of those shows like that, especially with... Uh, Stephen A. and Max Keller. Like, I don't like Max, dude. Because they, I mean, I don't know if he actually believes that stuff. That's the problem. Like, I don't know if what yeah, he's saying true, yeah. is what he believes. That's the problem. I, I just don't know. Even, like, Colin Cowherd. I feel like most of the things are him. But like, half the, like, if someone says I think says there's, something, de- there's definitely the executive producers behind the scenes that are like, all right, Colin, if you if you kind of spin it this way, we've we've seen that the data tells us that, you know, the ratings are going to rise. Like, that's the problem. They definitely have that information. I just they want, know what's go, what's going to work and what's yeah, not. Yeah, I just want to talk to a host that, like, you know, that's just all it comes talks to, about dude. what they actually want to talk about and not, you know, what someone else is telling them to talk about. Yeah. I guess we could end the uh, end the pod on some good news. Uh, Wuhan, China opened up today. Their quarantine ended. So there's images on Twitter of, like, everybody rejoicing out in the streets and everything. So. In China? Yeah. I think it was, like, 57-day quarantine. Or something like it might have been no, it was in the seventies maybe. Whatever it was that they started on January twenty third, all the way to di- to today, which is uh, April eighth. So that's one good sign. We're kind of headed in the right direction. How is Italy doing? I don't I don't know, Dan. I don't know about Italy, dude. I don't know. I just I just want this to be over. <laughs> Hopefully, it's peaked. Um, you know, we're trying to go. We're trying to get out into the meadows as soon as possible. I actually went there today. The field looks great. There's a lot of people walking around, walking yeah. the dogs. Are we gonna be able to get opening day? Started on on time. Yeah. Well, my plan is we are gonna start MLW. I know. Okay. Yeah. Fans, fans have been asking me so much over the past couple of weeks. When are you guys starting? When are you guys starting? We are going to start as soon as possible. Uh, as long as we're not committing a crime. <laughs> like once the yeah, state, like we're legal, like we're legally not allowed, not allowed to have a gathering right now. So I, th- I think once the stay-at-home order ends in Michigan, that's when we are starting. I'm pretty sure. Our- Which I think is. It it it's looking good. It's looking good right now. I'm pretty sure our governor just extended it though. Well, yeah, but she extended it from April 14th, which is like oh, was it really yeah, it was only ho- a week? It was a horrible, like it, it was only a week. Yeah, she only yeah. Well, I mean, no, it's no, not, no, 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 no. It's she, not her. She it's is not. going to announce 
It's not only her decision. Tomorrow, but I imagine it's to like May first or something. I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure. Uh, well, I don't know. I don't know how that works out, but well, regardless, we'll, we'll figure it out. I have I have a lot of alternative plans. It's to out get of the our f- entire season in place, folks. There will be wiffle ball. Don't you worry. We are gonna do whatever it takes. You know, one thing. One thing I had in mind, Dan, was to what? Pot- potentially play some of our games at the Meadows and play some at Colts. Like That'd be w- fun because we can't do any night games at uh, the Meadows. So if we really needed to during the season, you could do a day game, a day series at the Meadows, and then a night series at Colts for like a full day. You get six games done in one day. Because our season, our, when you think about it, dude, our season's pretty short. It's twenty series. Yeah, it's long, but it's short. Like it's doable if you have to compress it into like a shorter amount of time. But I don't think we've ever done a doubleheader at the Meadows. Yeah, last year. When it was Cobras Wildcats, and then the next game was Preds Diamondbacks. It was the series before All Star break. But it was six games. Like, yep. you get, really? Yes. I don't remember that. Maybe I wasn't there. Um, I don't think you were there. I don't remember why. Hmm. Well, I think that's a that's good. That's a long good podcast. If you stuck around for this one, mad props to you. If you made it through that heated LeBron, <laughs> yeah, people might have left with that because no, I think that kind of draws them in closer. Well, it depends who their viewpoint. I don't know. Well, I think like what I think is nobody's in the middle on this argument. Yeah, that's the that's you ha- true. You have your side, and you kind of stick to it. Yep. Because so I, I feel like so many people have had this argument. They already know like what their perspective well, actually, is on it. That's not true though, because some of, some of these kids are probably young and uneducated. Well, I don't know about uneducated, but they just I haven't think, watched. Yeah, like, I think our final conclusion. They just didn't grow up with LeBron. Yeah, well, after our, I think our final conclusion after that whole entire debate was like, why are we debating this? We literally can't. That's <laughs> that's the one conclusion we came to. And that's kind of funny, though. It's like it always happens. Like you just can't compare those two. Yeah, that's the problem. That's true. That's true. Wow. We got we got through a lot this pod. Um, you know, I had, had some notes. Maybe we can get on those next week, but... Uh, Yep. Next week. Next week we can talk about the draft video. Oh yeah, look out for that. It's coming out Saturday or Sunday. Look out for that. Um, you know, as as long as this stay at home order continues, it's still gonna be me and Dan. I I, I can't wait for that day. Drew and Ryan are back. That, we're gonna have to get talking about. We're gonna have to get into a lot of things. But dude, I know we're better. <laughs> we're better than them now. Yeah, I know, like. dude. We're we're a well oiled machine. They're slacking. Here. We are grinding it out, dude. This is our podcast now. Yeah, we'll start. Our, <laughs> we'll start our own podcast. Yeah, honestly, we'll see who gets more views. <laughs> oh, wow, Daniel. Wow. Dude, honestly, I think we, uh, I don't know. We have the better conversations just because we have more chemistry. Like, I already know what you think. Okay, true. Isn't that what it is? Well, yeah, but, like, people would probably want to listen to Drew more just because Drew's yeah. so Drew. Also, fans, let me know. Should I get, like, another mic so we can do, like, three-way conversations or even four-way? Let me know. Because I think we have the... Can we the, do that? I think we have the capabilities of doing that. I don't know if we can. Yeah, my little interface over here has got a bunch of ports. That'd be kind of cool. So I'm. Uh, I feel like we should because we always have guests. Well, except now, obviously. With the I don't. Content. I don't want it to be like, like here's a voice, here's a voice. Everybody's just chiming in. Can't listen to one person. I like when it's like very like intimate. Yeah. True. <laughs> like this is a good back and forth we always have. It's yeah. That's fluent. It's fluent. That's what I'm saying. So I think that's gonna wrap it up. Finally, fans, thank you for watching. Or, pff, I always say thank you for watching. <laughs> thank you for listening. Um, follow us on Instagram at pipe it up mlw. Um. You know, we we're still doing that bracket where you guys can vote for the the best core gang names. Um, so keep voting for that. Look out on the IG story, DM us. Uh, you know how you've gotten into the pod, what epi- what your favorite episode is. Maybe we'll pick you for the follower week and that and that stuff. Um, so once again, thank you, uh, Dan. Any send off messages? No, nope, just try to be productive. I guess in this time, try yep. to find something you like to do. Yep, that's all I got. All right.
Have a great week, fans, and we'll see you next week. Yep, see you.